What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I think the Niners best beats the Saints on Sunday. Why do you think that? Because of the 49ers defense. I think that defense at its best... And we saw against Baltimore a team that has scored on some pretty good teams. Obviously, what they did to the Rams and what they did to the Patriots. I think we keep waiting for the 49ers to look like a team that isn't a Super Bowl contender because it's still so new that they're in this position. But they're an elite defense. They're the best defense that the Saints have played this year. And they run the football. Their coach can stand toe-to-toe with Sean Payton. I think we're learning that this year. I just, I think, I think they're a better football team. You know what's funny is yesterday I was looking at just point differentials and like scoring defenses, or maybe it was when I was writing the article for the Athletic on the Niners. And it's, you know, the number one scoring defense is the Patriots, and really a little skewed because remember those like first four weeks, they allowed a total of like three points. So th- their number's still like 12 on the season, which is insane. Like if you average 12, like all those years when Seattle was the number one scoring defense, it was typically like closer to 15. I mean, 12 is a borderline undefeated season. Like, how are you going to lose many games if you average 12 points giving up a season? The Niners were second, and the Bears were third. I think people are like, the Bears' defense is kind of shitty this year. Yeah, relative to what they were last year, they're still fucking damn good. But that's the, that's the crew the Niners roll with. Like, that's their crew. And it felt like I'm watching the game in Hawaii, and it's like, God, we're... The guy, I didn't say we, but... Whoa, you know, friends whoa. Were saying like, We're getting gashed! We're getting gashed. I was like, yeah, it felt like that, right? And then you look up late in the fourth quarter. I'm like, have the Ravens scored this half? They didn't score all half until the Tucker hit the game-winning field goal. So I, I think Sala, it's not really getting talked about because he lost the game. But they came out with second-half adjustments that were fantastic. And what they're seeing this week, did you see Baldinger did a breakdown? Maybe it was Balding or someone like that. And I know Jeff Schwartz had been talking about it. Like, why did the Niners attack it this way? Basically, the, the defensive end that's unblocked, he just went right after the running back. Right. And they they tried to get the linebacker to scrape. And, and Baldinger, and I know Jeff, was like, that's a fucking long way to go. If you get any riffraff 
Lamar just sees open grass, and it's just hard. Like, really, you should have the defensive end, you know, take the quarterback and someone else take the running back. But you don't even need to think like that this week. Think of what, are they the closest to, like, Army? Because it's like you're playing Army one week of your college football, and then you're just playing Drew Brees. And they do tough shit, but it's like, what's Drew going to do? I don't know, throw it to Kamara or throw it to Michael Thomas? Like, well, he's, he's going to do it. normal things. Yeah, look, Michael Thomas, John, has at least 10 catches at 100 yards in his last four home games. He's a, he's a monster. But if you get to Brees, which is what this team does, you can disrupt that. I'm not trying to diminish them, because I've been saying I think the Saints are excellent, and you can only play who you play. And it was like I mean, they won saying, on the road in Seattle, right? Yeah, and they won on the road in Seattle. They, their first couple games, they were 2-0. and They beat Houston and Seattle right off the bat early on in the season. Muscle flex were fucking good. And, and you just watch them. They got good players every level, every side of the ball. But when you look at their their uh, their schedule, I think Tiger's just going to get a penalty here, that, that they've played a lot of just because of their division, like the Jaguar. Now, the Jaguar, they've played the AFC South, and they obviously play in the NFC South. This is easily their toughest game since the Seattle game. And when Atlanta beat the shit out of them three and a half weeks ago now, remember, just killed them? They had six sacks. And one of the knocks on Atlanta all year was like, God, you know, they don't, they don't really rush the passer very well. Well, we know for a fact the Niners rush the passer well, one. And two, D. Ford's coming back. Andreas Pete, you know, kind of one of their star offensive linemen, hurt. He's not even playing. I, I do think that the Niners can really get after Drew Brees. Now, can the Niners score in their defense? Can the Niners, you know, stop the running game, which they just struggled stopping? Because watching the Saints earlier this season when Kamara was banged up, I thought, I thought Latavius was like, established himself as one of the better backup running backs in the league. Like, he looked awesome. Like, they, they got firepower. A sneaky addition they had this offseason who, you know, anyone in the Bay, well, I don't know if everyone in the Bay watched the Raiders, but guys like me and you who watch the Raiders play, Jared Cook is on their team. Like, Jared Cook is, if that's like your fourth best offensive role player, you're in pretty fucking good shape. He was the Raiders' best weapon last year. Like, he's a really good, quote-unquote, role player. I mean, he's a starting tight end. He's a He's a... Big time pass catching tight end, they're good. Like this would be, this would be an elite win, you know, just like last week would have been. And it's not if you play toe to toe, just like you did. It's not a bad loss, but it's it's a great win. Just like yeah. last week, if somehow you can pull it out, it's a fucking elite win. It's not a bad loss if it looks like the Ravens game in terms of how good we think you are. It just means that the wild having to go the wild card, the wild card route becomes all the more real, and it means that you. You might have to go back there and beat like one way or another. You might have to win a game in New Orleans this year to get to this to get to the NFC Championship game or to get to the Super Bowl. I guess it well, could if, be if you lose this game, the you know for a fact. I think that the that the conference does not go through San Francisco, right? Because then New Orleans would have tiebreakers over both of them. Right. So, I'm just saying, one way or the other, you got to win there. Either it's now, and maybe you get home field, or in the playoffs when you have to go there to beat them. Wouldn't you rather do it now than have to worry about January? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yes. How many yes. home games? Like, this team, if I told you they're back-to-back number one seeds in the NFC, is wouldn't you say the likelihood of them going to the Super Bowl is pretty high? Like, last year it took a crazy blown call for them not to go. 
if they get the opportunity again, wouldn't you say they'd be the favorites going into the NFC if they were yeah. the, if they were the one seed? Well, think about it. Would, they will you, would the, you look at Seattle if if Seattle's the one seed and the Saints are the two seed as the heavy favorites if they're the one? I would not look at Seattle if, as the heavy favorites because either way, you'd have New Orleans has beat Seattle in Seattle. So either they got Seattle coming to them or they're going back to a place they've already won. Now, honestly, at this moment, I might take Seattle in that game at home, uh, but not in New Orleans. And then you would have, if Seattle, if New Orleans is the one seed, excuse me, they will have beaten the Niners and the Seahawks in all likelihood, right? Yeah. So, yeah, they would be the heavy favorites, and they'd be at home. So they would get Seattle again, but this time at home, and the Niners again at home. You know what's kind of nice about about just the narratives with this team is Mm -hmm. we don't, because Jimmy's kind of proved, like, yeah, he's pretty solid. Like, we don't need to live and die with every pass. It's not like Jimmy needs to prove himself. No, just Jimmy needs to play like Jimmy, and they'll have a chance to win. Like, one thing that's interesting, just looking at the matchup, neither one of these guys gets hit a ton. They are both top five in the NFL in the amount of time, in the fewest amount of seconds. They're like, Jimmy's like 2.61 to throw, and Drew is even less. Drew is second in the league at time to throw. Um, so neither one of them stands back there long and gets rid of it fast. The one I thing I... I would just say that makes me feel good about Jimmy is because the Saints do have a good pass rush. I we've watched him all year handle pressure around him and at his feet really well. So it helps when you can run the ball. Wouldn't you say also just bigger picture, not just even for this year in a vacuum? Like Sean Payton just signed a huge extension. They've proven this year that they could win with Teddy Bridgewater. Like this is a team that if you end up winning the NFC West this year, you're going to play them next year because it would be a strength of schedule game. You know the NFL would put them against the Saints. This is a team that you're going to have to see these next couple of years when you're in this little window of being really good. Like this is this is a micro game because it's just you had to win this game to try to win the West. It's a macro game because you might see this team again in the playoffs. And it's even a bigger picture macro game of this team's pretty fucking loaded for the next several years. Whether Drew Brees retires, they just keep Teddy, they draft a guy. Like they're going to be good. They have one of the best coaches. They have one of the best rosters. Like the, Like the Ravens, this is a barometer game. Like, Seattle is, like, that's just your rival. That's who you have to beat to win your fucking division. This is, you want to win the Super Bowl, you got to beat this team. This year, next year, like, you got to try, like, you aspire to be better than them. Like, when they're in the Harbaugh years, think about it. Like, really, they held themselves against kind of two teams. It was, we got to be better in Seattle, and we got to be better in the Packers. And the Niners just always kind of housed the Packers. And then Seattle kind of gave them some trouble, Right. But it was like, those were kind of the teams. Well, right now, it's kind of, the Niners already kicked the shit out of the Packers, so you feel you're good enough there. It's like, you still can't beat Seattle, and the Saints team is the other team kind of that you're going to have, like, the powerhouse. Like, the true powerhouse. Like, Minnesota's solid. Green Bay's, I think, would still be solid. But to me, it's you got to figure out a way to beat Seattle, and this is the other, to me, true powerhouse now. They were the one seed last year. They're in position again to be the one seed. Their home field's fucking stacked. They have basically the right-handed Steve Young at quarterback. They have, I mean, is does this guy even need another Super Bowl to be a Hall of Famer? Is he just one more maybe Super Bowl appearance to be a borderline Hall of Famer? Like, he, he turned Who? the Saints into a powerhouse, Sean Payton. Oh. Uh, like, another Super Bowl, is he a lock Hall of Famer? Well, I'd yeah, another so. Super Bowl. I, the reason I pause is I'm just wondering, is he there yet? I mean, but another one, it's done. He's in. He's got a pretty unreal resume whether he makes it or not, right? Yeah, I think most people I feel consider like him I'm, the best coach of the league. Right, when I'm know, watching him, Belichick, yeah, I just when I'm watching him, I yeah, he just bills bills in his own. I just feel like you kind of fear him, right? He's in the category of coaches that you just you fear 
Like, what is this guy going to do? And that's, I feel like I'm watching a Hall of Fame level guy. I, most, most bizarre resume for a sweet coach. Been suspended a year. Had a bunch of years where they put up really? historic numbers and went seven and nine. He kicked a fucking onsider in the Super Bowl. He beat Peyton Manning. He's had some highs and lows. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was He's on the newly phone married now to some socialite, I think. In was going to get traded to the Niners. You remember that story? <laughs> he, uh, He's like a, would you say a little more normal Harbaugh? Because it's like, whoa, some weird shit has happened. Remember there was some pill popping with some trainers? Remember yeah. that? <laughs> well, the pills were missing from the team. Yeah, like, were... where's all the Viking guys? Yeah, not just pill popping, but like team pills yeah, Di- disappearing. I Look, all the good with him is the reason why if the Niners win, it would be, I think, the biggest win of the Shanahan era, just given the level of opponent. I would they're, agree. They're better than Green Bay. They're better than the Rams. They're better than... But beat Seattle with Teddy. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, having beat Seattle, if you beat Seattle week 17, that might become bigger depending on things. But And it's just a long week. I, to me, it's about Kyle kind of... Well, you know what, you know what it feels Sean. like? And we're going to talk about college a little bit later. Like, if you're a cream of the crop Pac-12 team, like when Oregon's good or USC's good... And you get matched up against fucking like Alabama, LSU, or Georgia. Like it does feel like you're just going into the SEC against their best team. You know, let's see what you got. You know, because they're fucking ready, and they're going to be. It could be a pretty unreal 24 hours here for Baton, just the New Orleans area, right? Because there is the football they're going to consume from Saturday to Sunday is going to be a lot. I mean, they got the SEC championship game, and then this game. This is. They're on kind of a football crack high right now. I was watching Wolf of Wall Street the other day. It came on. Mm-hmm. And the scene when Jonah's like, let's do some crack. I mean, that movie's just so ridiculous. It's one of the most underrated performances in the history of movies by Jonah Hill. He was unreal in that movie. But, yeah, it does have an SEC feel to it. And that's just the South, you know? Which plus is cool. The, like a big SEC feel. Plus the whole movie was... Uh was produced with like stolen Malaysia embezzled Malaysian government money. That's the all, other part of the movie. All fraudulent cash. Think I of mean, the ir- irony there. Well, I think maybe I've said it before in the pod. I don't remember, but you mentioned Jordan Belfort. So they're like the guy who stole all the, who like uh, the guy who stole all this money from the Malaysian government with the, not with the help of the Malaysian government embezzled a bunch of money produces this movie. He has like this party on a yacht to celebrate the making of the movie. Like, it's not made yet. And, like, Leo is there, and it's nuts. Belfort is on... Belfort's there. Belfort is on the yacht with his girlfriend and turns to his girlfriend and says, something is fishy here. Because nobody who actually makes this much money, if it was their money, would spend it at the rate that these guys are spending it. It takes a rat to smell a rat. As a guy who stole money! Yeah, it takes a rat to smell a rat. So... So what do you th- what's your uh, where do you stand here, Niners Saints? Yeah, I, I feel just like last week, complete coin flip game. I feel a little bit stronger this week, given that usually, like, I, I think after the fact you realized for as good as Lamar was running around, the Niners were probably helped out that it was a little wet because they were kind of didn't really know what was going on early, like they felt lost. I actually think they're going to be better suited. Like, they, they hang their hat on speed on defense. They're speed on defense. Well, where do you play fucking faster? Inside, in a dome. I tell and, you, I wouldn't mind if it was raining on Michael Thomas, though, if I'm the Niners. 
Yeah, but to me, Michael Thomas is a type of receiver, like a Hopkins, like a Crabtree type. He's not a speed guy, so he could play in fucking mud. He's not. He's just so physical. I think it's more just can you get after Drew Brees' ass. Now the the counter is when Drew's humming, he's got some Brady to him. He's getting he ain't holding on to the ball long. Well, he's not. You know that's I would say that's the difference. Like when they were kicking to Aaron Rodgers' ass. Rodgers is king of like, I'm going to hold this bad boy for the next couple seconds so I can make a sweet-ass play and then do, uh, you know, uh, the, the belt move at the other sideline. Where Breeze, he's like, I, I can't move around. I got to get rid of the football. Now, this is also where, you know, can they cover Michael Thomas? Can they cover Jared Cook? Like, this is tough. This is this is big boy elite football. This is... This is why the NFL's king because they can. It feels like every week right now down the home stretch, we got two or three matchups a week that are just feel enormous. Well, and this this is this is that. You're right. I mean, and it's the thing about the NFC this year is it feels like some whoever wins the NFC is going to have to beat somebody twice. Like now, now maybe not, but it might be that the Saints and the Niners have to beat the other one twice. It might be that the Seahawks have to beat one of those two teams. Well, Hell, they Seattle might have to beat the Niners, to beat the Niners three, three times. times. I know. That, I mean, how many times has that had to happen? Has that happened where a, a team has beaten another team three times in the same season to go to the Super Bowl? Because the year that the Niners got beaten in the FC Championship, they, remember they had beat them that year at Candlestick. So it's just, it's it's a little like college basketball, you know, like when the teams ever play in the, like, uh, you know the ACC tournament, right? And like you're like Duke's beat North Carolina twice. It's gonna be hard, you know. Oh, you it's such a college basketball like, conversation. Are, are you gonna let us get our ass kicked three times by fucking Jim Beheim? Like we gotta win this game. We're in football. I guess sometimes it typically we've had a decent amount of matchups where the wild card weekend is like the three and the six. Remember a couple years ago, Saints Carolina. Uh, Green Bay, Minnesota, we have a chance. We've gotten like Kansas City, San Diego before. You just sometimes you get that, but it doesn't ever feel like that team's beat them three times. Usually they split because you can split and go five and one in your division and go thirteen and three, and that team goes eleven and five, and you still match up with them in the first round. Yeah, I'm excited. Sunday's uh got some good games, guy. I know. It's, it's, you're right. It is a great, great uh, football weekend. Uh, so I, I would lean coin flip game like last week. Feel they have a much better chance to win than last week. Even though last week, like during the third quarter, like second half, like the Niners gonna win this game. <laughs> right. But that's, I mean, that's just the games that like most Patriot when they play good team, like you just play in tighter games. That's this part of being a good football team. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.